This is Patriot's Day in parts of New England, a holiday that's set aside to remember the outbreak of the American Revolution this week in 1775. Now for our GeoQuiz today, we're searching for a revolutionary field of battle, not the fields of Lexington and Concord, Massachusetts, where the revolution began. Nope, we want you to name a battle that took place a lot later in the winter of 1777. It was considered a defining moment for George Washington. He faced British forces that were led by Lord Cornwallis in what is now a mid-Atlantic American state. That battle exemplifies the qualities that, according to the British National Army Museum, make Washington Britain's greatest foe ever. We're going to hear more on that and get the answer, courtesy of a military historian, a little bit later in the program. I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. Our global hit's coming up. But first, back to our geo-quiz. Britain's National Army Museum recently conducted a poll. It asked this question. Who was Britain's greatest enemy commander? Historian Stephen Brumwell is a specialist on 18th century North America. And Stephen Brumwell, the winner is? George Washington. And he came out head and shoulders above uh, the other candidates. Michael Collins, Napoleon, Rommel, for example. Why did he win? Well, on one level, the actual damage that George Washington managed to inflict upon the British army and also the British Empire far outweighed that that had been inflicted by the other candidates that were up for consideration. I would also suggest that there were a a couple of other factors. One was uh, George Washington's ability not only to lead his men on the battlefield, but also to work in a cordial manner with the civilians in Congress who were essential for actually maintaining the the revolutionary war effort. Meaning he was politically savvy. Well, basically, for example, his army was always massively uh, understrength, undersupplied. The old stories about bloodstained footsteps in the snow, for example, aren't just hyperbole. We have eyewitness descriptions of those things really happened. But what he did by writing and writing and writing, lobbying, 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 he made it very clear to those in power, the Continental Army of professional soldiers as opposed to militia was what was keeping the struggle for liberty alive. If that army collapsed, then so would the revolutionary struggle. And of course, this was pretty controversial at the time because there'd always been this great hatred of the standing army of the professional soldier. We should also mention that he really looked great on a horse. Yeah, well, Washington was very aware of that fact, so much so that he had a kind of a a checklist of his favorite colored horses, starting with a pure white and then descending down through kind of dapple grays and finally a dark horse. And however badly a lot of his soldiers were dressed, and once again, the stories of the poor ragged continentals aren't an exaggeration. He was always immaculate. And this was very, very important because when he was serving alongside the French, when they looked at Washington, they thought, now here's someone we can work with. He's got that kind of bearing, that demeanor. He looked the part. And there was one battle among the many that George Washington fought that you think provides a window into his character. Which one is that? The Battle of Princeton on the 3rd of January, 1777. Princeton, New Jersey. And by Princeton, the way, New Jersey. we're looking yeah. for a geo site, and that is the answer to our geo quiz today. What did he do so well there? 
shortly before, several days before, uh, Washington had famously crossed the Delaware and inflicted a surprise attack upon the, the Hessians who were at Trenton, the German mercenaries there. Now, not content with that, Washington decided that the moment had come to try and exploit that advantage. So he staged another attack upon a British brigade that was at Princeton. He did this by way of a kind of a, a night attack he tried to surprise the British garrison. Unfortunately, things didn't go quite to plan because one of the British regiments spotted Washington's army in the distance and actually attacked it. Now, this brought on an engagement which was not quite what Washington had planned. And uh, initially, uh, his forces that came into contact with the Redcoats were knocked into retreat. And at the crisis of the battle, when the Philadelphia militia were retreating, it looked like the British were going to be able to inflict a defeat upon the Americans by sheer aggression, by a bayonet charge. Washington rode upon the scene and by his coolness under fire, which was a Washington characteristic, he basically, although it wasn't an easy thing to achieve, restored order, managed to counterattack. And that's what broke the British attack, restored the American fortunes, and I would argue changed the whole course of the American Revolutionary War. Well, thank you very much, Stephen Brumwell, historian and author, speaking to us from Amsterdam. Thank you very much. It was an honour.